Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Full Service Radio. Hi, and welcome to Window Seat. Recorded live from the Lion Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Broadcast on Full Service Radio and presented by Amila, the Adams Morgan Youth Leadership Academy. I'm your host, Christopher Price. I'm your other host. Uh-oh. Omari we got it Francis. <laughs> Somebody didn't turn their phone off. That wasn't me. And today we are lucky enough to have Alexia with us. I feel so lucky. We're, we're the lucky ones. Yeah, we, we feel mm-hmm. lucky. That's awesome. Yeah, Alexia, you're always uh, super present and pleasant to talk to, so it's good coming in here Yeah, and having you back there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I want you to feel valued today. Okay. She's valued every day. <laughs> every day, especially today. Um, today, I thought we'd introduce a new segment mm-hmm. we're going to work on. Um basically just talk for a second about what we're consuming like mm-hmm. what are you you know music literature film mm-hmm. yeah we often we realize that we often talk about stuff on the show but we never it's kind of random when right. we bring stuff up so it's to give people a little insight into how we so mr francis what, we, what, what am you? i consuming yeah, yeah. <sighs> um right now i'm consuming a lot of black coffee a really? lot of a lot of espresso. I, today I had. Oh, right now I'm actually drinking. Um, yeah, and it's a got coffee you feeling with, good. I'm wired right now. A coffee with uh, three espressos. I think that's a little much, but yeah. Um, so I stopped. I, what I, one of the things I stopped consuming, or I'm, I'm working. Well, no, I stopped consuming is sugar. Right. So uh, some things that I usually would, like coffee that I would put cream and sugar in, I'm taking it without sugar and this is an acquired taste but the espresso is usually just for i'm realizing that the the the, the coffee doesn't get me where i want to go so i started put, getting espressos and yeah man now i got three today um for me what i'm consuming i was watching what's it called modern love on amazon amazon prime mm-hmm. um i think it's a show based off of a love column in new york where you know people were submitting their experiences with love and they turned into a bunch of short stories. Um, and I just find it fascinating because I want to write. So like, you challenged me to write some shorts um, recently. Mm-hmm. And I just like seeing love through so many different lenses, right? Like um, there was one show that was really hard for me to watch. It was like uncomfortable. Um, it was about a woman who was bipolar I almost couldn't make it through it just felt so dark but like at the end of the, the show I felt really thankful to like understand the experience uh, you know that a bipolar person might have and I thought the way they opened up the show was like extremely corny you got mm-hmm. these people dancing in a um, grocery store aisle it looks like a musical but then I get it because I understand that's how someone might feel their highs mm-hmm. And then I can see how they might feel their lows by staying in bed all, all day long. So um, just the curious person in me that wants to create, you know, dope stories mm-hmm. um, fell into that series. And I kind of like 
watch every episode except the last two, I think. So, Chris, man, you good at expressing your your emotions, man, your sensitivities and things. I was raised by a single single woman. You know what I mean? That's true. You yeah, do, I used to cry a lot. You still you still cry a lot, Chris, which is okay. Um, and today, I think we're going to have a conversation about love and sex and friendship. Um, because we have guests here. We've had two I can think of. Mm-hmm. Most recently was Reba the Diva. Mm-hmm. And she helped um, educate us on consent. That's mostly what I took from that conversation. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, uh, I don't, did we ever come to like a resolution? Was it just conversation or did we ever feel like we, we hit common ground? Um, I don't know if we hit common ground, but we, I think we could both say that we learned some stuff. About, it, and usually, more than consent, it's about communication, right? So you don't assume just anything. Anything. And there's a way, I think that one of the things I took from, um, from Reba was that there's a way that you can communicate what it is you want and don't want and not sound corny. I think that was, you and I both was like... Nah, that shouldn't happen. No, there's a way you could do it. And we, we even talked about, and even since then, I listened to, because she mentioned music and how certain songs... Um, the things that they'll say, like they're asking, uh, you know, they may say, I want to do these things to you if it's, if it's okay with you or something like that. I forgot the, the example that she gave, but I'll listen to music and I'll hear how, you know, they're asking for consent. I think the thing that still bugs me um, when it comes to consent is just the fear the other person might be experiencing, right? So like if I'm Six three. We talked to uh, Curtis Goon the other day. Six four, big guy, mm-hmm. right? And he's about to have sex with a woman, and she's fearful, mm-hmm. and he can't necessarily. No, I'm saying theoretically, you know, this could happen, mm-hmm. and he might not process that fear, or I might not process that fear. But you're you're afraid of me because I'm six three and I'm black, and you get what I'm saying. There's, there's a there's a part of consent where you're saying yes because you're afraid, right? And I'm you're receiving I, it as yes, she wants to do yeah. this thing. And I think that is what like makes me uncomfortable when it comes to consent because how am I supposed to know that you're afraid of me? And you're black. We're both black. We mm-hmm. walk through D.C. all the time and mm-hmm. I see the fucking violence in people's eyes sometimes, right? Mm. They're looking at you like, yo, you might do something to me all because I like dressing like I'm homeless. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Homeless chic. Right? Homeless chic. Yeah, that's my style. So um, I don't know. I think we might get, be getting a little bit away from the subject. I want you to tell people why you... Because you wanted to have this conversation today. Right. So, And we were talking about um, you know, our idea for the show and what we wanted to do today. And you had a, there was a particular thought that brought you to... I mean, this. the initial thought was educate, but I feel like that's the wrong word. Because I don't know if I can educate someone. I just, I just know that you know we read and we discuss books and... There are things that uh, a person should consider. You know, they got to come to their own conclusion mm-hmm. um, when having sex. And like in school, we didn't necessarily get the education on why. Or we, it was more like a how, like put the penis in the vagina, pump, pump, pump. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we learned that through porn or, you know what I mean? Like conversations mm-hmm. with other people, but we didn't necessarily. Um, it's more to it than just yeah, yeah, yeah. pumping. Yeah, and um, I don't know if I have the right answers quite yet. Mm-hmm. I know when we were sitting here discussing um, 
topics to talk about. Mm-hmm. You felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's very interesting to find yourself, you know, getting older and still still discovering the yeah. right reasons and you know how to communicate with your partner, and then you know expecting someone a lot younger to like get these things. I guess you got to learn your own lessons, but we don't want you to bump your head too hard. Mm-hmm. And I think you. So you asked me what would I say if I were to have a conversation with someone a younger person about sex, what would I say? Right. And I was stuck for a moment. I have young boys, young sons. And I was stuck for a moment because I thought about the conversations that I have had with them about sex. And that was, a, it was a while ago. And um, it was more around... What's okay to do and what's not okay to do. Um, how to talk to a a woman, how to approach a woman, how to be confident, um, you know, how to read body language, things like that. And then once they started having sex, it was about, you know, protecting themselves, um, consent. Right. Even though then I didn't realize that I was having that conversation about consent. Um, And just really more communication. But I think when you and I started to talk and you started to ask me some questions, I realized, damn, there's a lot of things that I would say to them now that I probably should be talking to them about. And I wouldn't have thought to say it to them, I don't know, four or five years ago. And there's a lot of things that I'm still learning now, uh, you know, at my young age. So, so if we're hoping to have a discussion about things to consider about sex, love and friendship, right. Mm -hmm. Um, if that's the end point, I think the, the uh, an important part would be what's the beginning point. And for me, like, what I think about is, um, I hate to say this, I want to separate from religion, but it's almost like, why are you here? Like, what's this, what's this um, physical... Right, just the primal need for sex. Well, no, no, not, not just sex, just like here. Like, for me, like, I think what faith does is it attempts to answer that question, right? So, like, if you're, you know, if you worship Jesus Christ, then you might have an answer for why you're here. But while I love Jesus, I don't know if that's necessarily my answer. So my answer um, for why I'm, why I'm here is to, like, learn how to love, learn how to um, give and receive love, or, like, create, learn, um, experience, Chris. experience things, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what we take with us when we die, but I, I do think... We take our knowledge. I, I, I agree. Yeah, with that. yeah. Yeah. So like having as many experiences as you can. And then I, I also feel like, um, yeah, you just got to grow. Like your ultimate goal should be growing. So like if this is my starting point, that's the perspective I'm going to talk from. It's not necessarily don't go have sex with 20 women. It's be true to yourself. Right. And not be under the influence of someone else when you're making your decisions. Like, it's okay to not want to have sex. It's okay to want to have sex. You got to, like, be kind. Because my perspective is experience life. Um, Where's your starting point when it comes to... My starting point would be there's someone else involved. Okay. Like, it's not all about you and what you want. And you want to have sex with a bunch of women and, and... Uh, you know, you maybe seen a porn or maybe you saw 
you've been talking to your friends or you whatever and you have this idea or you want to have this experience mm -hmm. and it's all about you and what you want um there's somebody else involved and that that uh honoring that person and um considering their feelings and their wants and and their experiences like the past experiences and the experiences that you may have together just be conscious of that shit throughout right so like <laughs> we're already getting off track but like my first thought when i hear that is um a lot of times i i feel like the women i've dealt with could use manipulation right so like what do you mean like you, they, you feel like they could, you could use right. It. If I'm trying to be conscious of how they feel, and uh -huh. I want to communicate well with them, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. um, I can put it out there how I want to put it out there, but mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be received. Mm -hmm. um, and then they might choose to take the information I give them and use it to like make me behave in a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. um, so like that's a that's a that's a tough thing to consider someone else. I'm not saying you be reckless, what? but yeah, no, right. You're right. It is tough to consider someone else because you're driven by what you want. And I know for me, um, if I had to think about uh, in the past reasons why I've lied to women, mm -hmm. the main reason is because I was afraid if I told them the truth, I would lose out on an opportunity of you know doing something or experiencing something with them, right? So if I told them the truth about X, they may not want to date me anymore they may break up with me they may not be down right if i said listen i i love you i enjoy spending time with you you know all of these things but i also want to sleep with other women they may say what you want to sleep with other women or you know i'm afraid that they may be they i may get a negative response you're trying to control the outcome I'm so trying you're, to control you're being that, right, manipulative right. yourself absolutely so so but i'm saying if i was considering them and their feelings and all the other stuff then it would it's not easy but you know I'm assuming that the outcome would be X, but I may say that to them and they may say, well, shit, I'm glad you said that because I want to be with other women, too. You, I mean, you just don't you don't know what the what the what the response is going to be. And a lot of times, at least for me, uh, fear was driving my my behavior. And I think if if early on I'm conditioning myself and I'm conditioning whoever I'm, I'm advising or directing or trying to inform in some way, I would tell them. Consider yes, these are things that you want, but you know, consider consider other person. Amari, allow me to do this, I okay? Um, because we both read the book uh, "Ways of Superior Man," yeah, um, and we both recommend that book to other people. Definitely, it, it's a it's a it's a really good book, and um, he talks about how you just things to consider. He talks about so many things. So many really, really good things. More. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, I think the thing that I took away most from that book was understanding, a, you know, a, most women's response, responses to certain things and how I should respond to them. And, you know, when I'm getting a certain energy from them, how I should respond to that energy. Yeah, it doesn't mean necessarily giving back that energy. Right. That energy can mean right. other things. Yeah. And, um, and, and being more comfortable with the things that I'm saying, like, you know, communicating and being uh, clear and honest and considering them and their feelings, all that. So what I was hoping to do was to, like, go down 
uh, a couple of things he talked about and just like get your opinion on them and then we can have a short conversation and I think that'd be a good show for today. So um, one of the things I, I find very interesting is uh, he talks about living with an open heart, even if it hurts. Um, and I noticed uh, my posture after reading that chapter. Physical posture, like how you were sitting? Absolutely. So okay. like, um, if I'm having a tough conversation like um, with somebody I'm dealing with, I would turn. And he says you need to open up yourself to the conversation, like almost opening your chest to them mm. so you can go um, deep with them, right? Mm. I read something on Instagram the other day. Um, it talked about uh, your inner child and pain that your inner child, you know, traumas they experience and how you act them out as an adult. So, like, my father is one of my favorite people. So it's tough to say anything bad about him on the mic. But I don't know if he was necessarily as present, meaning like he is there, but he might be watching the news. So it, he's not necessarily, it was easy to feel um, ignored sometimes. So like when I have conversations, I do this with you, I did this with my ex, um, and I don't feel like I'm being heard, you will see me act out, right? To act out is the perfect uh, phrase. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so, like, that's a challenge for me. I needed to consider um, my posture when having tough conversations. Um, I needed to consider what we're trying to accomplish when we, when we have sex, right? Because he talked about opening yourself up to the depths of love. If we're talking about having an experience in this lifetime, I think you want to feel the highs and the lows of love. Um, and sometimes it's easy to just run from that conversation. So I don't, you know, do you have any thoughts on opening your heart even if it hurts? You know what's funny? I, um, uh, when I got here today, I was waiting on, I don't know, we were trying to uh, coordinate where, you, where we were so we could connect and uh, so I open my phone and I'm just reading, like scrolling through articles on Yahoo or whatever. And so I was reading this article about Pete Davidson, right? The comedian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's talking about his ex and he, they asked him a question about his ex. And he was saying that first he said, you know, he doesn't talk about his exes. Then he was talking about how he is in a relationship. And he basically said he treats the person that he's with like a princess and he showers them with love and gifts and you know he's just and he said a lot of times it's too much for the person that he's with maybe it's because they don't um they're not used to it or they don't know how to respond to it or maybe they feel like they're not matching his energy so you know they they kind of pull back a little bit like this is too much and they make it seem like it, he's doing something wrong when really he's just pouring his heart out to the person and maybe and they, they don't know how to receive it and usually when a relationship ends he reflects and he's like damn maybe I did too much I got played I took it you know she took advantage of me is this something that's wrong with me and it made me think like damn that's cool I wish I could do that what do you mean because it feels like he's being true to who he is his nature instead of saying to himself 
Let me nah. be more masculine or man. Well, I'm not. Nah, I'm not gonna say that because you know that's doing too much. Or I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buy her this gift because we only. You know. Or I'm not gonna say I love you because all of these things that we tell ourselves that we shouldn't do because of X, Y, and Z. And it's usually some social thing or some stereotype, something that we've told ourselves is the way you're supposed to be in a relationship or the way you're supposed to act as someone that you care about. Which, at least for me personally, keeps me from doing uh, or, or behaving or acting out uh, uh, or saying something that I really probably feel in my heart or in my mind that I want to say. Me and you've had this conversation so that before. Sounded, right. So hearing him, hearing him say that shit was like, damn. He, and, and even the feeling of the relationship being over and you reflecting like, damn, I played myself. I said too much. I did too much. And you're like, you, you have some regret and then in, in moving into another one moving into another um, relationship you may not do those things again and for him he's like you know he goes through those those he has those feelings but then it doesn't stop him from he finds the courage to, to, to do it again being himself right so for me that opening up your heart thing is just ex- exactly what he's talking about it's like yeah it may suck in, if it doesn't work out but if it does you know, you were you you acted in love, and you can always say, "I did what I felt." You did, you know. You can have regrets on both sides, but if you're true to yourself, you really shouldn't have any regret. I think me and you've had that conversation maybe from a different angle before, where we were talking about um, just that sometimes it's easy to feel when dealing with a woman that I I can be open, and when I'm open. A certain way, I'm more unattractive, <laughs> mm. and like as a man, it's, you notice it. You yes. you know, it's like I can be more masculine at this you know interval, or I can be myself, and I know she's not gonna like myself. So I, you, you make a choice. Yeah, but the, for me, and this bothers me. I'm like bouncing in my <laughs> seat are. because. Because I feel like, and I say this so much in conversations that I have with with women. I'm getting a look. <laughs> is that if I'm when when you're an asshole to it women, it you. seems like you get more of the 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 energy that you that as a man. No. If it, oh, there she goes. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let I'm me let me explode. let me. Okay, right, because this is the this is the person that was giving me the eye. So, Alexia, hold on. Let me finish. This is this is okay. This is what we're taught, though. Right. I, I know no, what you're saying, but these, it's not only what we're taught. It's You've reinforced learned. by women, right? And I say this all the time as a young man mm-hmm. in high school, early 20s, whatever. I um, would talk to women. I had friends that were girls because I wasn't really getting chicks back then. So all of my friends were female, right? Okay. And they would tell me about the kind of guys that they, they want and all those things. right? So I'm, I'm taking this all in because I'm like, Yo, I'm going to be the best dude out here for these girls, right? And I would watch the guys that they were with, and they were nothing like the guy that they described that they wanted. And then me, early on, dating, meeting women, I'm trying to be this person that was described to me by everyone. My, my, my mother on down to my best friend, right? Aunt, whoever, everybody. And I'm trying to be this person. I'm not getting um, the response that... I like, was expecting because this is what, you know, I'm doing the things that, that were described to me that a woman responds to. And then, you know, I, honestly, my heart got, got heart broke. It was like, 
fuck it, and I'm gonna be an asshole too. And I got that's that's was it was like an eye opening experience, and it was kind of like wow. And I don't want to say an asshole because I don't think I'm an ass. Like my nature won't allow me to be a complete asshole, but it wasn't pretty. I'll say that. And it seemed like I got a lot more love and response and the energy from women that I was expecting. But in you know, as we're talking about in terms of opening your heart, I know that that's not what I was doing. That's the complete opposite of what I was doing because it's not my nature. But it afforded me the things that I wanted. Did it though? <laughs> I believe it did. I mean, in the moment. Now, yeah. now, now, <laughs> as in, as now, no, it it doesn't because what no. I wanted then. Isn't what I want now, but what I wanted then, mm. hell yeah, it did. That's so interesting. I had this conversation with my friend. We just, we just like keep suffering romantically because of this exact theme. Like both of us are very intense people, and we need a lot of like love and a, and attention and affection from another person in order to like be okay with potentially being with that person. You know what I mean? Like, like I need, I need a guy that I'm going to potentially be with to like not worship me but i think like i think like they just need to be really vulnerable and open and like talk to me with their chest open you know what i mean like like that is incredibly important to me and i don't ever find it ever like i think everyone thinks it's okay to be an asshole and to cut themselves short of like going deep into that intensity um and so yeah my friend and i just talk about that all the time that we're really intense people and like every situation that we're in we just feel like we went too deep and then the other person was like i'm good off that i don't need all that i like i feel like but i like i don't want anything different like the person that i'm like if you are scared by me being that intense and like being vulnerable and open then like i don't want you as a partner and if you're not gonna reciprocate that like i don't i don't want it and like that's just that's just where i am right now Alexia, have you? So for you to say that women want the opposite is no. I'm not saying. I think. I think consciously. Yes, I think consciously they want the things that you're saying, but it seems like they respond better. You know, to a person, and maybe Mm -hmm. using the speak using the word asshole is a little too harsh because I I know that's not what it is. I don't think any woman would respond to a guy who's just being an outright asshole. But for me, look, you know, men know men. So if I'm watching a guy interact with a girl, in my head I'm thinking he's being an asshole and she might be laughing, she might be, you know, something small like him not calling or um, him, his response, he's not being, he's not listening or, you know, whatever, something small. But Alexia, tell me this, have you ever, uh, have you ever heard any of your, your, your friends, your female friends say he's too nice or I feel like if I ask him something He'll say yes, and I don't want someone to always say yes to me. Or, you know, and they receive it as him being weak as opposed to him doing what you said, worshiping I've, her, honoring her. Yeah, or, I've never heard that. Like, I'm re- no, I'm being serious. Like, I'm really trying to think, like, no. I don't, I don't, your friend group. <laughs> I, I've heard that women, I've heard, like, today, like, I can, Chris, help me, tell me. Have you ever heard that? No, no, I, I think you're hitting on points. I just don't know um, if you're explaining the why, right? It's not necessarily the asshole that I feel like women are attracted to. I think it's um, men who are living intentionally and like purposefully, right? Is that, is that a shift or is that it? Because I feel like when a woman comes to you and she says, hey baby, I wanna go watch a movie and you're saying, no, I have this to do. 
well, that's, that's, a, that's a display of strength and purpose, and that's is that attractive? Um, no, that that's yes, that's that. What 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 I'm talking about is, and I think I see. Oh, we're gonna get caught up in just point one. Yeah, but, so but, I, but, no, but, but I do. Think, I think. Well, let me let me just say, give this example, right? I think it's less. I no, baby, I have something to do, and more. No, I can't hang out tonight because I'm going to the bar with my friends, and she's like, "Well, you go to the bar with your friends." Every night, can I just get one night? Nah, not tonight. Maybe next night. And three months later, she crying on the phone to her friends like we never go out, but he's always at the bar with his friends. That's what I'm talking about. Is he being intentional? Yeah, because he wants. To, he would rather be with his friends than you. But you still, you you still in the situation. Whereas the dude that's like, oh, you want to chill? All right, uh, let's go chill. Let's go. It's like that's a guy that's always available. A guy that's always like, yes, a guy that's always. Now he could still be living in his intention. But for some reason, it seems like and a friend of mine told me this. Um, he was like, even if you don't have nothing to do, tell your girl you got something to do. Stay at home. Watch the game. Come on. Come chill with me. This is the older cat that used to give me advice back in the day. Mm-hmm. He was like, don't always be available to your girl. Even if you don't every once in a while, if you feel like you spent the last you know, two weeks, y'all been spending a lot of time together. You know what? Tomorrow, be busy. Well, I don't think. You want to always be available to your girl, and that's a, a point well, he, what if it's, he did hit in the book as well. Um, I think you want to be present when you are there with your girl. So, like, if you are spending time with your girl, it's not necessarily thinking about another girl or being with, the, with your homies watching a game or some shit like that. Like, actually be present when you have time with your girl. Yeah, and I, you're right. But what I'm, what I, so for me, again, I'm using the word asshole, and I might be describing it in a way that's not. Uh, that's more about the experiences that I've had or that I'm aware of, but not necessarily how it's it's actually represented. Chris, I like this position you're taking, Chris, because it 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 you're explaining what I'm saying in a in a more clear way. I think. So I think that's one talking point. Like if um, I had a child, I would like to believe. Um, it's an important conversation to have to, to just be open to the depths of love and have that experience as opposed to um, running because I do it still to this day. I don't like having those conversations. I don't know if it's being like overly emotional, but I know that that's an experience I want to have just being able to be um, deep with someone. Well, what are you looking like that for? Nothing good. All right. So um, another talking point was the... Your purpose must come before your relationship. This is from the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you? But feel this about? speaks to what you would, what you were just saying about uh, living in your intention or being intentional, right? So you you're not available, but you're you're not available because you got shit to, like real shit to do, not because you want to go hang out with your friends. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like this lesson in life is coming to me now more than ever um and i think it's a very very valuable lesson and if i had someone like that looked at me i don't know if i was mentoring a young man i would definitely say stick to your purpose stick to your purpose and be present when you're with your lady so it's like don't be out here running around chasing women like i I don't know if there's necessarily a need i think about I, i think i said it before um drake doesn't have to chase girls it's like it might sound shitty, but I, th- I feel like when you hit your purpose... Chris. What? I, 
Chris Drake doesn't have to chase women not because he's chasing his purpose. Yes, that's one. And two, <laughs> what the, you would tell a young person not to chase girls? No, I would say yes, yes. I would, I would say not chase, don't chase girls. Yes. Yeah, but yes, I would tell a young person not to chase girls too. But I know. It's not, it's not that you need to listen to me because I said that, right? So, like, if I'm talking to a young person, I understand the experience of life, and you're going to want to chase girls. It's almost like um, in the Bible when they say, like, teach a child the way they should grow or something like that, and they won't, they won't get that far from it. I forget the fucking verse, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like eventually they'll come back to understanding that I need to be a purposeful person as opposed to be out here chasing women. Yeah, I think, I think yes. Well, okay. I think if I'm giving, if I'm talking to a younger person, and I would tell them one of the things I got from the book, and also one of the things and how I would express that to a younger person is if you're in this space in your life where your desire is to be with a lot of women, honor that, be true to that. So I wouldn't necessarily say chase, don't chase a lot of women, but. Um, if this is what you're feeling, if this is wait, what wait, you're, wait. The, you're doing. I, I want to stop you right there because what? I feel like it's very easy to hear that and someone assume you're giving bad advice. It's not about good or bad. Like, this is not... Don't, if I, someone I, I wants understand to, that, but I also feel like it's against tradition, right? So what like, is? Like, would you, would you, would you say, legit tell your sons, like, if you're in a space where you want to experience a bunch of different women to, to go honor that? Yeah. Listen, I don't tell my sons... I don't tell my sons, I don't, in, in terms of being with a lot of women, not being a lot of women, I don't direct my sons one way or the other, right? Okay. My sons have expressed to me that they don't like going after a lot of women. They like meeting someone. Yeah, but they're also talking to their dad. Yeah, but they, we've had conversations that they would be honest with me about it, right? I think more than anything, if, if, if when they, when we did have conversations about their relationships or them you, you know, not being in, the, not having a girlfriend, um, and I would encourage them to go out and meet people or whatever, and they would say, "Nah, it's not that they couldn't, or they, you know, they were afraid. They just didn't have that desire to go out and get a bunch of numbers and call a bunch of girls. And if they met somebody they like, go out on a date. That wasn't them. It was I, I met somebody I like her. Yeah, we can go to the movies. Nah, I don't like her. We, you know, my, one particular son. I'm thinking about this in in specific. I'm, I'm thinking about one particular son specifically, who met a girl. They went out. By the next week, I'm like, so what's up with so and so? I don't really like her no more. Okay, so are y'all still cool? Yeah, we cool, but I. Right, but why you didn't like her? He's like, I don't know. He's just. It's, he didn't really have me as a young person. I mean, I might not have liked her, but she had a fat butt, so I'm I'm interested, right? Like my my intention was m- more about physical in terms of, you know, the the uh, m- obviously there's more uh, it, there's something he's looking for that's greater than the physical, right? So she needs something else to hold him than him being attracted to her. He didn't have that, so that's not that that's not them chasing a lot of women, right? But if there's a guy who has that 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 desire to be with a lot of women he should honor that he should communicate to the women that he's with this is the space in life that he's in he shouldn't he shouldn't try to suppress it because i think that that can lead to him being dishonest that could lead to him being unhappy and being resentful with the person that he's with because maybe he feels like she's the person that's keeping him from 
honoring what it is he wants to be. And honestly, I think there's a lot of people, I know me, I would advise a younger person to experience people, to experience life in different ways because, you know, you could be at 20, you're not going to like the same things you like at So you at know 30. I agree with you because we've had this conversation before. I think I think most people would, but it's not to me it's not about I, But I I, I just don't think society at large teaches I do. that lesson to go be with a bunch of different women. You think uh, it, Yeah, but I'm not I don't think anyone should be be with. And when I say be with like have sex with a lot of women. I think that they should get to know different people though. They should go out. They should have a lot of conversations. To me talking is the best thing ever. And even if you're not talking, being in a space with people and communicating with them in so many other ways. But that's, that's me. I'm not talking about sex. I think you have to be kind to yourself, right? So, like, for me, if I'm talking to a young person, it's not demonizing yourself because you want to have this sexual experience. It's what you said. It's not suppressing whatever feelings you might have. Just give yourself space to be and feel and have these experiences Without feeling like a terrible person. What's that side for? Nothing. I, what do you mean? What do you mean when you say not feeling like a terrible person? I think it's very easy to um, let someone else who hears your story mm-hmm. say, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you have a woman best friend and you're telling her about Keisha and Pam. Mm-hmm. And Sandra, who mm-hmm. you've been with, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yo, you a hoe. Mm-hmm. It's easy to internalize that. Mm-hmm. But if that's the experience you want to have, it's okay to have that experience. I think as you grow and you learn yourself, you know what you should and you shouldn't be doing. But you, you kind of have to like make mistakes in order to get there. Yeah. And sometimes it's sad, but you may live, you may have the experience where you're not with a lot of people. You may not have a lot of um, interactions with a lot of people of the opposite sex or depending on what your preference is. You may not have a lot of experiences with that. And then you get older and you look back and you're like, damn, I wish I would have had those experiences. Or you, you're like, I wish I would have done those things. And so it's a matter of, again, if you're honest and true to who you are in that particular space in your life, then... We should have called this show bad advice. But um Yes, because I yo, Chris, I first of all, let me say when you introduced this, I said, no, I don't want to do this. Because I and this these conversations are so there's so many layers, right? And we're not it's very gonna, difficult. Right. Yeah. It's so hard. And usually you have someone asking you, like to me, I think if I'm engaging with someone else, they're gonna ask me questions and they may be in a space where I could see that they may not have all the information. But again, I'm giving somebody information based on my life and my experiences, and they could have a di- completely different life and experience. So, what what how what information could I give them that's general, right? Where you 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 know what I'm saying? Like, we just try our best. Let me ask you this oh, question, man. I don't, Alexi. Me, we, we, I don't know if we want to post this be, one because um, <laughs> I don't know if you are going to be able to answer this question. But how do you choose a woman? I don't know. I wish I knew. But now I know. Oh, let me, let me, okay. So I've learned a lot from this book. And, okay. Right. So I've learned a lot from this book. And what I learned is more about what I, uh, approaches that I would like to take in terms of being with someone that I didn't, inform, you know, the information I would use that I didn't have before. 
I don't know if I said that right. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So before reading this, I would I would look for certain things in uh, the person that I was with, as opposed to what I look for now after I read the book. What, right. So what would you look for now? I would look for someone who uh, I could talk to, I could communicate with. Number one, someone who excites me and I don't mean like physically someone who I'm excited to talk to I'm excited to see I'm excited to spend time with I want to share my time with someone who uh, just lifts me up you know emotionally Um, I would choose someone who I'm physically attracted to but I think if I think what I'm learning is it's less about the actual physical features and more about that feeling that I have that I'm describing. You know, right? So you can be physically attractive. And if you don't, if I can't talk to you, if you don't, if I'm not excited to, I see you calling me and I'm not excited that you're calling me, that, that physical attraction isn't going to, it's not enough for me. Um, how do you, how do someone you. Someone that's smart. I've got to have somebody that. Right. But intelligent. When, you're, when you're 17, right? That's what I mean. What do you. What, what, how would I advise a person? Have, you don't have the wisdom to know what nah. you want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is there any information to give that person? At 17, what information would I give that person? I would tell them, I would give themselves some questions to ask themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I would ask them, why do you like this person? And if you can't tell me things that have nothing to do with what they look like, mostly, yes. if, if, you, if, you, if your list is less about if your list is mostly about what they look like, have at it. No. <laughs> Y'all had Sarah Oliveria Lumba on the show. Yes. I love her. And she did a show that changed my world. But um, she basically was like, when you're looking for a partner, like, and you're checking off, like, the must, what is it? Like, the must have, like, what's, yeah. what's the word that we use for that? Like, Whatever your list deal is. Breakers. Yes. Deal breakers. Okay. Yeah. It should be about the way that you feel yeah, that's because of that person. And, yeah, and so you should create your criteria of, like, feelings that you want in a relationship or, like, with a partner or, like, with someone that you're going to spend your time with. Yeah, and so then it should be less about what that person looks like. So I'm just glad that you all are saying that well, as well. No, no, no. I, um, I feel like I still struggle with this one. Because, yeah, it's hard. Well, I think as a man, you meet a woman um, and there's some excitement. Mm-hmm. And I think what kind of naturally happens with excitement is that you start to develop these expectations, right? Mm-hmm. And when you have expectations, I feel like you're more focused on the expectations than in the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to skip over the information you're, you're being given in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she may may not be listening to you at all mm-hmm. and is giving you all the signs mm-hmm. every time you talk. Mm-hmm. But because she got that fatty, mm-hmm. you like, I don't care. And it's not even consciously that you don't care. You don't even see it because you're so busy staring at the fatty. Right. You're right. But I, so you're right. And I think what, what, what I know you and I've talked about and uh, every man I could think of that I've had this conversation with, you could have the baddest, beautiful, most beautiful girl. And you could be so into her. And if it's just about physical if it's just about what she looks like after you have sex with her a couple times she's not even that attractive to you anymore 
Other dudes be like, why you treat her that way? Yo. Why you ignore her? Yo, I be all over that girl. If I, she calling? Why you didn't answer? It's like, oh, man, she's, she's too much. She just, like, what she looks like does not matter. And then you, as an older person who, who you know, I, I've done a lot. I don't think I've done it all, but I've done a lot. I realize how that's important because, you, of course, you want to be attracted to the person that you're with. But to me, my attraction is it's less physical like I, yes i the initial attraction is always what you see it's always the visual so if i can look at somebody and be physically attracted to them the plus is the energy that i'm getting that other so thing now I, this girl I, I can't keep my hands off her i want to make sure i'm hearing both of y'all correctly because is this the answer to the question on how i should be choosing a woman is it how she makes me feel is that what you took from the like we're just sitting there like I shouldn't have um, a, a list like you know I mean she should be kind she should be of high character is it more interesting I mean is it is a better woman for me the woman who like I intuitively feel good with yes yeah that is like that is my golden rule all right so this show is definitely gonna be bad advice that's that's the cycle. <laughs> 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 no, you should be focusing on how the person makes you feel. Because what if you miss out on someone because you have some weird criteria and and they don't meet it on the surface, um, but they could be really nice, actually, and you might like them a lot. It shouldn't be focused on the qualities that they have so much as, like, the things that you feel when you're with them. And it yeah, but and you can define that for yourself, like the things that you're looking for. There's so many dangers in just that alone, right? So, like, what if are I the grew, dangers? Do you think it's more well, dangers well, no, 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 in no, no, that or in no, no, what a person up, looks like? Say, I grew up watching fucking Family Matters, right? And Laura Winslow's on the show, and then I come across this girl who reminds me of Laura Winslow. So she's gonna feel good because she reminds me of my childhood, right? So then you need to figure out. Well, that's child, right? You need <laughs> you, need, you like, need to figure <laughs> you need to figure. That might out, have been a bad example, but I, I, you need to figure out. You need to have some more substance to what it is you're looking for, right? And I think as a young person at 17, you're still figuring it out, right? And so maybe it is the and I, what I've learned is I think the more experiences that you have, the more you're able to identify what I do and don't want. So I met someone a few months ago, and she was saying how you know at the end of the year if. Um, if if you know her and I were dating at the time, but if you if if she's not in a relationship, if we're not in a relationship, then it's a wrap. I'm like, if in three months, if we if we may may not need to be in a relationship, but if I don't know that this is the person I want to be in a relationship, it should really it should it, it shouldn't take that long. You know me, I don't I don't want to date. Period. I mean, we we both I don't know. Maybe we just old and tired, but I, well, no, no. I I think I think what comes with dating is this preconceived notion like I should be taking you out um, and it's not that I have a problem with um, trying to like get your I don't know if it's approval I'm saying this wrong mm. but I want to be in my groove look up see someone else in their groove and just understand that that's the person I should be with meaning like I want you to get the true me right so like I already like to go experience nice restaurants I already like to drink and I want to do those things naturally and not necessarily I just want to remove date I don't, I don't know I just feel like I'm done with it I'm just not interested yeah uh, uh. there's two more things I want to talk about um, before we get out of here Mr. Francis um, 
One is the actual act of sex. I don't, I don't, we're not really giving answers here. <laughs> I feel like these, these. No, no, I, I think we had a couple of things we touched on. I think we talked about opening yourself up for love. I think it's clear. We're still trying to figure it out. I think I, the questions you're posing are more valuable than the answers. I like that. So keep going. Go ahead. You blew my mind. I like the way that shit sounds. <laughs> Chrissy, I'm like, is that the on show your... is done. <laughs> um, sex. Yeah. Love that. We've talked, and I told you I think it's time to give up porn. And my uh, reason for giving up porn is I don't want to be... I don't want to be influenced with something that maybe isn't pure. Like, I, I feel like porn comes from people enjoying sex, right? And we created this thing because we really enjoy the physical act. But now it's like, I don't know, you sticking it in her ear and all this other stuff. And so like now you want to try sticking it in because you've seen some wild shit on porn. And I don't know... If that has a place in my life, I, I'd rather m- me and my partner decide what we want to do physically. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of want to, like, or maybe if I do watch porn, make it soft porn or some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things that scares me is, is it Sex and Love on Netflix? Christiana, I forget her name. Um, I think she was in India, and she was, you know, talking about sex, and because culture and religion is so strong that people um, might actually wait toward, you know, after marriage to have sex. But she was saying that young men are learning to have sex through porn. And that just kind of like scared me. I'm just curious, what would you tell um, your boys about the actual act of sex? I would tell them, damn, the actual act of sex. Is there a purpose behind it? Are we just pumping to the end damn Chris that's a good question because for me you're just pumping to the end nah <laughs> yeah you are but seeing I, your face but I but I so I'm, I, that's I don't know man I'm, my, my idea of sex is still evolving really because I, I think early on when I when I hit my when, when I hit my groove when I hit my groove when I got in my zone it was just about having it. Like, I just wanted to have... It, felt, it was an ego thing for me, honestly. And then I got to a point where um, it was about... The ego thing grew into, you know... Like, I wasn't happy unless I was able to satisfy this person. Like, that was the ego thing for me. And then it got to a point where I realized how... Uh, it started to become destructive for me. Like, not the actual act of sex, but the way I was going about it. Um, and, and it being just about my ego. I realized how that was becoming destructive. And then it became a thing where I wanted it to be meaningful. Like, I wanted to have it with someone that meant something to me. It wasn't just about, you know, being like another notch on my belt. And I, I wanted to share this experience with somebody. Did you exhaust the notches on your belt? Nah, man. Shit. 
I got a lot of notches left, but I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> no, I mean to like evolve from a place where it's about your ego and having yeah, a yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like nah. want it to be meaningful. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Did have you have that. to go through that experience in order to get to that place where you want it to be meaningful? I don't know if I because that, that's that's my experience. I don't know if I if if I would have gotten to this place if I didn't have that experience. I think all of it just comes from like your. Yeah, I don't know if I would have gotten to this place if I didn't have that experience. But that that was my experience. Where I am today is no. You're right. I I'm, I get your question. Which is, do I still have those moments where I have an ego and I want to have another another notch on my belt? And my answer is no. I, I I'm in those moments. I recognize it. So I'll I'll meet someone. I'll be in a conversation with someone, and my ego will say, "Can you back her?" Wait, wait, wait. And my ego will say, "After I get a number, do you think can you get her to go out? Can you wait, get her?" Wait, wait, wait. But it, it gets to a point where I'm like, nah, for a second, because we got to get out of here. It's my ego. But are you ever at the bar and you're sitting there and you're talking to a lady and she's, you know, I don't know, I think we're exotic. So let's say she's Indian, right? And you've never been with it. And it, is there an ego that you know you want to have this experience? Yes, but I recognize this is my ego. Now, I may not recognize it when I'm talking to her at the bar. I may not recognize it when I get her number. I may not recognize it. We may go out on a date and I may not. I'm aware of it, but I may not accept it. I, it's been so long since I think I allowed my ego to get me to a place where I'm having sex with somebody that I know I'm not. You shouldn't be that having I, sex with. Not that I shouldn't be, but I know that I'm not interested in them. I don't, I don't really. I just want to have sex with you just so I could say. Or I could I could satisfy my ego in some way, not so I could say, but my ego was satisfied. Where I could say, yes, I've never slept with a with a, a woman from Pakistan, and I've slept with a Pakistani woman. You know what I mean? Like I don't have that desire anymore. I want to sleep with the person that I want to be with, that I want to go to the movies with, that I want to go for a walk with, that I want to fucking argue with. But why? The is it just the physical release? Like, what are we having sex for? What what what? I think it is the 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 consummation of all of those feelings. That's what I'll say, and I just came up with that shit based off of the things that I've been saying. Because so I, I like the author's um, reason for having sex, and it was to experience um, love in its depths, right? So, First of all, wait. No, 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 I, no, no, no wait. I, I, like, I like what he's saying. I'm not saying this is why I have sex. All I'm right, saying, tell, me, tell me why you have sex. That's I'm, what I, I'm still in the ego zone, baby. Like, that <laughs> shit ain't going nowhere right now. Yeah, but um, I, I want to get to the place. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Where um, it's about the depth of love. So, like, um, I want to get to the place, you know, he talked about holding your ejaculation and basically doing that purposefully. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do it either, but I've had conversations. It's not that. I know how to. <laughs> I'm fucking done, son. Um, yeah, I, I just want to get to a place where it is about opening myself up to love and experiencing uh, the depth. It's time to get out of here. We've talked. All right, we got one more question. Well, well the Hit last, the last, the last part for me is uh, your male counterparts. What, what, what role do they play? Friends, your friends. yeah, your friends, yeah, and all of this. I'm lucky enough to have some good friends. Damn, you had to think about that. Yeah, shit. Well, honestly, Chris, you be giving me some bad advice. No, 
<laughs> now, I'm lucky to have some good, uh, some good friends. Um, I got very few male friends. I, got, I don't got a whole lot of friends, but I got the, the ones that I have give me really solid advice, especially I could think of two in particular. They older cats and we've been friends for a minute and they always in hindsight always gave me real solid advice, even if it was, you know, I want to cheat on my girl. And I keep talking about the person I want to cheat with. They were the ones that was like, yo, you could do it or not. Like, we, we tired of hearing about this shit. Either you're going to do it or not. And then I was kind of like, I still talked about it and they still listened to me. But they were like telling me like, nah, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. This is how you should handle it. But, you know. Yes. I, I think, you know, I'm, and I'm with you. I feel like I have very, very good friends. I don't think it's my f- friend's job to answer or find a solution for me. Right. Um more so challenge me to find a solution and encourage me to do so not necessarily subscribe to the right way of doing things no but they should give you what they think yes yeah like they think you're doing something stupid they should say that's well, dumb i think we're out of time i know we are but I'm very thankful for you because you're one of you know my friends. One yeah, of my I appreciate one, you too. Chris. Yeah, you're one of my people. I call on my brothers. One of the people I call on, and um, I feel like you always give me terrible advice. We ain't gonna get into that. We ain't <laughs> the got time. Worst advice, but um, I appreciate you either way. And yeah, and read that book, uh, The Way of the Superior Man. It, you know, the title is Superior Man, but it's definitely a lot of advice in there for women as well. I, I'm, that book, I think we've, we've talked about that. That book goes under a must-read for a young man for me. Um, yeah, everyone. Yeah, really. I don't know about a woman, but I... I, I a woman. I think women too. Yeah, it definitely falls under a must-read for me. So um, if you want to hear us ramble... <laughs> about sex you can listen to this show or any of our other shows at windowseat.fullserviceradio.org or anywhere or on uh itunes just the podcast window seat <laughs> or any any other place that you listen to podcasts thank you <laughs>